this is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a space for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get fit in all facets of life, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. I just want to help you guys start living the Get Fit Babe lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody Talley, founder of Get Fit Babe. I'm a fitness coach, holistic health freak, real estate professional, and social media marketer who is right there with you trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. And I've met some pretty cool people along the way that I cannot wait to introduce you to. From life coaches, fitness competitors, acupuncturists, chiropractors, the list goes on. I have the most inspiring minds lined up to speak their truth. Let's do this. This one goes out to all the single ladies out there. I'm right there with you. I'm trying to navigate this life. I am likely going to be giving snippets of advice to myself. A lot of times in my captions and in these podcasts, I'm actually giving myself the advice that I need. So I'm right there with you. But I wanted to go through this with you guys because I get so many questions about heartbreak, about how I stay so positive and what I do when I'm lonely and how I'm navigating the single life. And so I wanted to touch on my mindset currently about the single life. But have you ever said these things to yourself? Maybe I need to lower my standards. I don't know why I attract guys like that. I caught myself saying that the other day. Or why am I still single? Maybe I'll meet my man today. Maybe I'll meet my husband at the grocery store. Maybe I'll meet him at the bar. This could be the day. Have you ever caught yourself saying those things? So I'm going to go through this with you guys and tell you about the power of being single. And this isn't to be some like foo-foo, like enjoy your life now while you can. It's literally the most powerful time of your life. And every single day I wake up and I'm like, wow, I can legitimately do what I want with my day and plan it how I want. And you guys, the power of being independent is like you can do endless things with the time that you have to yourself where you're not giving that time to somebody else. You're not giving that time to your boyfriend, to your husband. You're going to have responsibilities. They're going to become a priority in your life over your goals, over your dreams. And so now really truly is the time to focus on you. Have power in you being one sole human being with no other responsibilities but yourself and potentially your dog if you have one. But I think about this on the regular. I have so much I want to accomplish in my career. I have such massive goals that if somebody were to come in my life right now, you better hop on this train with me and start running alongside me. Otherwise, like I don't have time to spare and I have already allowed myself to be held back by relationships in the past where I do not have time for that anymore. I don't want to get knocked off track again by my emotions and my feelings um, in a relationship. So focus on you. Understand the power that you have, the power of the time that you have to focus on you. The independence, how cool is it that I can literally get in my car and drive anywhere right now and I don't have to check in with anybody. I don't have to say, hey babe, like gonna be home at this time or 
you know, have to cancel plans or ask for permission to make plans or have that nagging feeling where you really want to get work done, but you know that you should be hanging out with your significant other and you don't want to disappoint them. Dude, the single life, you have all the independence in the world to do whatever you damn please. And then the preparation. So focusing on me means I am preparing myself. I am becoming the best version of myself. I am becoming confident. I am accomplishing goals. I am writing my story. I'm crafting this journey that one day when I do meet my future husband, I'm going to be able to share with him the journey that I've been through, how far I've come and the preparation that it took to get to where I am. And I am going to be so rooted and so grounded. I'm always going to be growing, but I'm going to become the best version of me and prepare myself so that when that person does come along, I'm the best that I can be for him. And so I ask myself right now, like, are you ready? Would you be ready if you even met somebody that would take so much time and commitment and love and energy from you? And the answer would be no. Because I don't feel like I am secure enough in myself yet. I don't feel like I have myself figured out quite yet. And it goes internal with the baggage from past relationships, but it also goes into just being intuitive, having that mindset, being able to get through things without being drastically wavered. And I go through these drastic phases where I can get knocked off track for a week to two weeks and I come back faster and stronger each time, but I want to get to a point where I know that I am ready to meet that person and I've done my internal work and worked through my garbage so that I'm not putting that on to somebody else. So for instance, in this past relationship, I've talked about this before, I hadn't quite worked through the garbage from the relationship before him and I started relying on him to affirm me and put away my insecurities and um, just give me what I needed to not feel jealous and insecure when in reality that was stuff that I needed to work through before I even dumped it on him. So I still know that I have work to do so that I'm not dumping my emotional baggage, my past, my fears onto whoever could be my future husband. So to all the single ladies, Focus on you. There's so much power in that. There's power in being independent. There's power in preparing yourself. And don't do it specifically for a future husband. Do it for you because let me tell you, the drastic transformation that I've had from college till now, I'm a completely different person and I feel completely different. It's like I'm living from my soul. I'm able to navigate my body in a certain way where I'm not stuck in my own head. I'm not tense. I'm not anxious anymore. And it's all because I've been preparing myself and focusing on me and trying to become the best version of me for me. And in the future, that's going to benefit my future husband as well. Okay, so have you ever said, maybe I need to lower my standards? And this goes back to focusing on you. No, girlfriend, not only do you need to raise your standards when it comes to men, but you need to raise your standards when it comes to you. I was reflecting back just the other day, and this is something that I caught myself saying and actually gave myself this advice. I was thinking about all of the men that I've caught feelings for. And I'm like, okay, they all have these things in common. Maybe I need to lower my standards. Like, am I reaching too far out of my zone, my area? Do I need to like 
pull back and take a, a look at this and see if maybe these men are just too far out of my standard. And I was like, wait, no, I need to raise my standard on the men that I attract by raising my own personal standards of me. Um, it comes with confidence. It comes with my lifestyle. So things like exercising and eating healthy consistently, having a clean space, a clean living environment, a clean car, raising your personal standards and living in alignment with the standard that you want in a future husband. So yeah, raise your standards in you and in men. So I think about those times where I've maybe attracted a man who um, had a lot of red flags or, you know, just we weren't benefiting each other. And those were moments of my life where I had really low standards for myself. I was very insecure myself. And so I attracted a man of lower caliber who was at that same level. So as you start leveling up within you, you start attracting people who are at that level too. So your standards raise. Now, where are you looking? So if your eyes are peeled, if you're going out, if you're leaving your house thinking I can meet my future husband today, maybe I could see him at the grocery store, maybe I'll run into him, it'll be movie scene status. If your eyes are peeled, where are you looking? And again, this was me. Um, and in college, even post-college, it's like when the girls were going out, it was like, all right, got to put on the cutest outfit, make sure my hair looks great, make sure my makeup looks great. And you walk into the bar and you think that you're just going to lock eyes with somebody. And sometimes it does happen like that. But for me, like I don't love going out and getting drunk. That's just not my lifestyle. I don't love going to the bars. I hate small talk. I hate sitting on a bar stool, having a guy buy me a drink and sit there and have small talk. Where are you from? What brought you to Florida? Like it's just not my style. So really think about the type of guys you're attracting and where you're looking for them. So I stopped going out to the bars and looking for a husband and maybe you'll find him at church instead. So think about the caliber of man and their readiness and their preparation in life from a man who gets drunk and picks up girls at the bar versus a man that you would maybe meet at church or the gym versus coffee shops. Or dating apps versus meeting somebody through mutual friends or events or doing things outside of your routine that allows you to meet other people. So next, if he's not into you, it's often not even about you. And so often we get caught up in rejection and it kills like nothing else. It's this deep-seated pit in your stomach when you feel rejected or unwanted by somebody. There's no other feeling like that. Or maybe he broke your heart and you're trying to overcome the end of that relationship and you think it's all you. It's something you didn't have or something you did or you weren't good enough and you weren't worthy enough. And we start telling ourselves these stories about why he's not into you and why you're not good enough for him. But in reality, it's more about him than it is about you. And it's more about the service you were providing each other that is no longer a service anymore. So let me kind of backtrack. Oftentimes when he's not into you, it's more about 
his standards and his focus and how far he's been preparing just himself. So I talked about the standards that you have for yourself are often um, lower or higher depending on what's going on internally for you. So that's the same with men. If you feel rejected by a man or they're not pursuing you in a way that you want him to, it's often because he's either not in a phase in life where he's ready for that. He has shit going on in his life, in his career, his focus is elsewhere where it's not even really about you. And men have such a a mind that can't focus on a bunch of things all at once. They're just so zoned in on one thing that it's often not even about you when they're not into you. Or if it's just not a match. There are literally so many people in this world that you're going to feel so connected to. You're going to feel amazing around. And I'm sure you've had, you know, several relationships where you've thought, this is the one, he's my husband. He makes me feel this way or that way. If you can feel that once, you're going to feel it again until you do find your future husband. And I am a true believer, you guys. you A lot of you might doubt me on this, but I truly believe that there is one person out there for all of us, and we are all just living this life, preparing ourselves and becoming our best selves to link up with that person that we can live an abundant life with. And so if it doesn't work with one person, if you feel rejected by one person, there are billions of people in this world that would mesh well with you and there's one out there that I truly believe was created for you. So if you broke your heart, this was where I did so much personal development, so much work through heartbreak, and I've done it several times. And each time I overcome heartbreaks and breakups a little bit faster. But my recent one was a service that we offered each other. So I think about, well, if we hadn't met, I wouldn't have moved from Idaho to Texas. I don't know what I would be doing after I graduated college. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to work for the public health district and done my internship there. I wouldn't have had this sort of gap year between college and real life where, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And that was the moment in time where I was figuring it out. And luckily I had my boyfriend at the time with me through that. And I think about the service that we offered each other and how good we were for each other in that phase of life. And then it got stagnant. We outgrew that phase. We were moving forward in our lives and the service that we were offering each other was no longer needed. And so we just moved forward. And when I think about it in that way, it's really, really hard to think about having someone in your life for two and a half, three years, or for a lot of you, eight, nine years, and then moving forward without that person in your life. Like it's really, really difficult to just imagine someone intentionally plucking themselves out of your life. It's like grieving a death. But I rationalize it and think about it in terms of like, well, we served each other. We offered each other everything that we had and we couldn't offer each other what we needed moving forward. And so it had to end so that we could both move up and on and live abundantly with other people or with ourselves and reach higher levels 
reach higher potentials. And with that person, I wasn't able to do that. And so although your heart may be broken and you may be feeling rejected by somebody, think about it in that alternative perspective. What would happen if I hadn't met that person? How did we serve each other in the time that we were together? What good did that relationship bring me? What good did that relation, what good did I do for that relationship? And now that it's over, how can I level up? How can I raise my own personal standards for me and go out and crush some goals? So after that realization, I felt so freaking liberated and Honestly, I still get swayed by rejection. Sometimes I still get knocked off course. I still get down, but I go back and I reframe and I'm like, it's not me. I know that I still have a lot of work to do and I know I have my quirks and I know I have my flaws, but there is going to be a man out there that accepts me for all of those things. And everyone else along the way is just teaching me how to become more rooted and grounded and centered in me. And then... Lastly, I really, truly believe that God is preparing somebody for you. I truly believe that he has somebody in mind for you and he is preparing the both of you. So I went from hoping and wishing I would run into my future husband at the bars or, you know, at the dog park or we would crash into each other at some point in time. Like, don't get me wrong, you guys. I am a total relationship person. I crave it. I think that I was born to be a wife and a mother. I cannot wait for that phase of my life, but I am being patient when it comes to that. I'm not rushing in. I am enjoying where I'm at in the meantime, but I did go from hoping and wishing that I'd find that person and, you know, searching for that person whenever I would go out thinking maybe I'd run into them at the grocery store. I went from that to praying about it. And praying for him. I asked this question a while back on Instagram. I said, do you guys pray for your future husband? Or did you pray for him before you met him? And that's something that I do two or three times a week is I just, I pray for him. I pray that he's in good health. I pray that he's following Jesus, that he's practicing Jesus, that he's living in his passion and his purpose. And other than that, I'm just patient and I'm trusting. So Hopefully this meant something to you guys. Hopefully there's some sort of power or snippets in this that you can reflect on and add to your life and realize that this phase that you're in is temporary and you got to enjoy it because there's going to be a moment in your life where you're surrounded by kiddos and you're frustrated with your husband for not taking out the trash and you're overwhelmed and you haven't showered in two days and you just wish that you could be in your one bedroom apartment by yourself with a diffuser and a candle and a good book and you're going to look back and wish that you hadn't wished those days away, that you had enjoyed those days a little bit more. So I also want to plug just another thought that I was thinking about the other day was I tend to compare myself to the people that I went to school with, my college friends, my high school friends. I look at their phase of life and I'm like, wow, they're so much further ahead than me. Or I compare myself to what I thought I should be by now. So in high school, when they ask you where you're going to be in 10 years, I for sure wrote on that piece of paper that I would be married with kids by like 23. And I laugh at that. I am like, when I find out, you know, people are pregnant or they're getting married, I'm like, oh my gosh, like congratulations to them. That's awesome. But I am just not ready for that yet. I have so much I want to accomplish. And 
by taking a step back and realizing this isn't our timeline. This isn't our purpose and our walk. We are here for a different reason. And to think that I'm comparing my life to somebody else's life and where they're at, it's like there's no comparison because there's no parallel to other people. Their life and their phase is nothing like my life and my phase. There's a reason why we're walking different walks and it's because we have different purposes. So when you're comparing yourself like, oh, you know, all my friends are engaged, all my friends are pregnant, all my friends are married, that's great for all your friends because that's the way they are living out their lives and they're happy. But think about what you need right now. Think about what your goals are because it's going to be different than their goals and their needs and start living in that. If you love to travel and you want to see the world and you want to adventure or you want to live in a van and drive around the U.S. or you want to just be able to jump on a plane, um, if you want to go to the beach in the middle of the afternoon, like think about all the adventurous things that you would be giving up, all of the goals that you have right now that you would be giving up because you're trying to rush into your future. Stop trying to live like you're 35 or 40 years old and live in your 20s and enjoy your 20s because you're going to look back and it's going to go by so fast. So to all the single ladies, focus on you, prepare you, raise your personal standards for you. If you're looking, keep your eyes peeled, but look in the right places If he's not into you, it's not about you. It's about him. And then always remember, God is preparing someone specifically for you. Don't be afraid to pray for that person. 